you say, everybody? It's time for Elephant in the Room with Jake Coker. I'm Mick Gillespie, part of Disrupt the Media on Roll Tide Pods. And I uh, just want to remind you guys that we're always presented by my bookie as we talk Alabama football like we do twice a week. You can get a 50% deposit up to $1,000 at mybookie.ag. And if you were to listen to this show, like our friend Ryan Anderson, who was in here last week, I kept telling you guys, beware of the Milrow run, uh, but I couldn't have imagined that it would have been like it broke out to be. I just told you guys this. <laughs> yeah, said it a right. few times last show. That was yeah. That hey, that that explained it all. <laughs> that's all we you needed to hear. You see what I'm saying now, right? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, man. Good to see you, Jake. Um, Glad we're talking about a win. Wow. Especially a win that looked like that. I know. There's so much to get into here. No, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would not have thought we would have beaten LSU if their offense had moved the ball that way. Um, but I think you had two offenses with with Jalen Milrow playing like that, that are basically unstoppable. I mean, hmm. Jaden Daniels, uh, I think as of right now, he's had a couple of years under his belt, uh, you know, the better passer and almost as good of a runner as uh, Jalen Milrow, just not quite as, as physical. Uh, man, Jalen Milrow showed last night that it's going to be hard for any defense in the country to stop him. Yeah. Well, when he does that, you know, I mean, when you see that that type of an effort right there, I mean, you're talking about. The, all right, let, let me start. Let me just start. I've I've said for weeks that I feel like the Texas A&M game, the reason that the line moved all over the place, I have been very suspicious of that. You know that. And I've said it over and over again. I think that he was injured and I think that he. um that he was a drop back passer because he couldn't run. And then we saw the Tennessee game. Like I said, last week, you started to see it a little bit. Yep. And now you saw it a lot and they had no answer for it. I mean, but who could have had an answer for that? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> middle Tennessee state. I mean, that was a game you saw him run a lot and you're like, all right, he's got some juice. Now again, it was middle Tennessee state and I don't take a whole lot of, uh, I don't, I don't take much from those games because, you know, usually you're better than them across the board. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, after that, you didn't really see, I mean, Texas, he made a few runs, but he was not as physical as he was this Saturday. He'd run out of bounds. He wasn't challenging people. Uh, this game, all this, I mean, he was running the ball like he was a running back that, I mean, could also throw the the hell out of the ball, but man, he was dominating anybody that got in front of him. Stiff arms, lowering the shoulder one time. I mean, just running people over, uh, kind of setting the tone for the whole team. Defensively, I, honestly, I don't even know what you do to stop Jaden Daniels. I mean, it looked like we were he was great. We were giving him all kinds of looks, trying as, as people say a spy, trying to spy him a little bit. I mean, good luck having one guy try to tackle him. Yeah, you know, you're not going to do that. And good luck trying to guard him, guard anybody and make the window small enough for him to not deliver the ball. He's going to do it. Uh, that guy, he may be the best football player in the country. I think he's probably the best quarterback in the country outside of maybe Caleb Williams, but I'd take Jaden Daniels over Caleb Williams any day of the week. 
Jaden Daniels is tough. I mean, he's a skinny guy, but he's tough. And he, I, I was shocked at how easily he moved the field down. Malik Neighbors, how many catches did that guy have? Oh, yeah. And, and again, there were some small windows that, that, you know, we forced them to really make plays and, and he stuck them in those small windows and, and made it happen. Uh, and then running the ball, he was a lot more physical than I thought he would be. Took a lot of shots. Now, you know, eventually Dallas Turner, you know, got him by the end of the game, but that's what's going to happen if you're that physical run the ball against Alabama. I know he got hit in the pocket, but yeah, I know those, the hits add up. Yeah, look, and, and that's been kind of like the the talk um, pretty much all, you know, all day today in the last few days is yeah. about that hit. I mean, you first off, you were a physical quarterback. I mean, you 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 like to get out there and, and mix it up. Um, so you get that part of it. Did you think the hit that Dallas Turner had was uh, – I, I, a cheap shot. I mean, do you think no, that it was, should have got kicked out of the game? Is that targeting? You know, the three plays in question. I, I, I thought the calls were were good. You know, the horse collar on Jalen Milrow. Uh, I mean, you, you can't grab the guy by the collar and use your body weight to pull him down. I mean, that was textbook horse collar. I mean, maybe he wasn't pulling him down from behind, but that was a horse collar. And and the one uh, on Jaden Daniels. I mean. He grabbed him and threw him down. There was no, you know, it's not like he was dragging him down and, you know, landing on his legs, using his body weight. Uh, the helmet to helmet, I thought that was pretty clean. If I'm a quarterback, that's where I want to get hit. I don't want you hitting me in the knees. Right. You know, it wasn't a violent hit to the head. Um, it was about as textbook as it gets. It wasn't dirty. Um, I mean, you can't ask much more no. from a defensive guy, a defensive player hitting the quarterback. You know, I mean, that's about as safe as it gets. He got the concussion because he hit the back of his head on the ground. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, I believe he got a concussion. I'm not sure if that's well, the final. that's what they said. I mean, um, I I don't know. I, I, I just feel like in football, like up until I said three years ago, maybe five years ago, that's just a normal hit. And yeah. then and, and, and I've I've been um, very supportive of the rules to protect the players um, because. I like I grew up, my dad was a Colts fan. John Mackey was one of the great Colts players. And then late in his life, you know, like he had this, it, like it was like Muhammad Ali. Like you could tell the head trauma affected oh, yeah. his life. And, you know, when guys finish playing, I don't like to see anybody get hurt. I don't care what team they play on or who they are. I mean, I, I, I like it when everybody walks off the field, like we used to do out back playing after school, you know, like, oh, yeah. I worry about that stuff. So I, I'm I'm definitely not one of these guys. It's like, you know, cheering on Ronnie Lott, like, you know, running full speed and knocking a guy as he's catching the ball. And like, <laughs> yeah. like you remember those hits? We used to try to do them in the snow when I was a kid well, playing I don't, football. I don't even mind those. It's the ones where, you know, it's like the Pac-Man Jones hitting uh, Antonio Brown over the middle of the field right in the head. It was obvious. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, the ones – the ones that are obviously malicious and you're, you know, you're trying to hurt the guy that the shots to the knee when the guy can't see you coming. Uh, I mean, you put your helmet in somebody's chest, put your shoulder in somebody's chest. There's no way that should be a, a targeting call. And again, I, I've seen worse calls out there. I, I, it was surprising that, that it wasn't a targeting call just based on what I've seen over the last few years. Uh, but not, 
not because I thought it was targeting, just because I'm surprised they let him get away with it. Yeah. But to me, that's a clean play. I mean, can just let him go. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have a problem with a 15-yard penalty for uh for dallas on that i mean i get it like you you know but there was nothing dirty it was one hit you're going full speed and that's football i mean at the end of the day if you don't want to get hit then then it's not the right game for you play baseball (laughs) that's that's what i did right you know my whole life around baseball but um i i still have i'm so impressed with Jaden daniels i mean like he is a hell of a football player like just watching him, I know Alabama's defense is great. Like yeah. I, I really believe in them. And and the, just watching him just like you know rip down the field with the runs and the passes and well, everything else. Like well, when you watch Alabama do everything they can to take all the options away from from him and he still finds ways to get down the field, whether it's running, throwing the balls accurate every time. Uh I mean, you know, maybe a handful of bad passes, but He's sticking it in windows that that most guys can't stick it into. I mean, he's just a he's going to be a top top round draft pick, and it's going to be very deserved. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I I thought it was funny, like watching him run was like um, it was like watching Forrest Gump run. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> he's skinny and he's just kind of like weaving and. Uh, and then watching Milro run was like watching Derrick Henry run. But both guys were damn good at it, you know? Like, he was like, two guys that are running the shit out of the ball right now. Very different ways, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the finesse runner versus the <laughs> taking no bullshit runner. <laughs> got a, I got a question here from a guy named Catfish in Nashville for you. Uh, he, he I'm going to read it to you because I want to get this right. Um, ask Jake what was better, him plowing the Aggie in College Station or Milrose sending the LSU DB to the sideline? <clears throat> do you remember that hit? I do. I do. <laughs> I would say anytime you run over somebody from LSU and the, under the lights and that kind of situation. Political answer. I mean. Look at you. No, here. it's not political. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, it's I had a great hit, but what he did, <laughs> if I could have done that, no, no, I just, just messed you know, with no, you, man. No, because you're known for some hits. The reason though. I say you got to admit that you're known for that, some hits. The reason I say that is because I did the same thing in the LSU game, and that hit was a little bit better. Of course, the situation was a little bit different. Uh, I mean, we were down on the goal line. We ended up having to kick a field goal, and it didn't mean much. But I did get one my one hit in on on an LSU defender, and it was you know big time under the lights, and and it was fun. The A and M game, we were you know should have actually I think they were rated higher than us, but we were still favorites to win. We knew we should have won that game, and uh, kind of towards the end, and and we were killing the clock, but. I mean, you know, the momentum was on our side. Yeah. I mean, Jalen's just running the hell out of it, and then he's just making them like it, too. I know. And that was just kind of the cherry on top, you know, just step on their chest and, and you know, here you want some more. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was – that was to do that the LSU game in that kind of situation was just – as I told you before the show started, that was one of my favorite Alabama games to watch just because it seems like, okay, we got our identity – 
Jalen setting the tone on offense, oh, yeah. just running through people. Uh, I mean, w- what more could you ask for? I love that none of these guys are extremely well-known, high-profile guys. I mean, a lot of these guys are as good as anybody that's played at Alabama, but you just don't need that vibe yet. And I'm hoping, you know, again, we show up at versus Kentucky with the same attitude and not thinking we walk on water just yet. Uh, Rat poison. Yeah, but I love the way that this team's evolved over time. It's yeah. just been so much fun to watch. It has been. Like I, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I, I know what you mean. There's something nice about their workmanlike attitude, and also that that these guys don't feel like some of the other Alabama teams. Like it's a, it's a different winning that oh, yeah. they're doing right now. But they're doing it, you know. And and you gotta like that. Well, and then it's, just not, it's not like a flashy mentality. It's all right. We're gonna just come in here and put uh, you need your, a beer. Yeah. I gotta get you. Step on your chest and beat you down the way Alabama beats people down. Right, but that that world and, and I think Ryan made a great point last show. It, it's just not like that anymore. You know, like the depth that you have and the transfer portal and all that stuff has changed things. But it's also showing that Nick Saban is pretty good at the whole coaching thing too you know like <laughs> yeah. i think he's you know he's always been the recruiting guy but you know what like the coaching part of it the mental part of it um i you can tell he's having fun oh yeah well i think he enjoys coaching teams that are humble uh and understand that that they're not just going to walk out there and and the crimson helmet's going to win them a game you know whereas i think some teams over the years have have kind of just thought they were going to show up and win, you know, and and didn't have a a point to prove, right? Um, whereas this team, they feel disrespected. They've, in large part, have been disrespected. I remember at the beginning of the year, people thought Jalen Milrow was unfixable, and you look at him now, and I'm not saying. Who said that? Joel Klatt? He did say that. <laughs> he did say that. Hey, Joel, we love you, but yeah. <laughs> what did you think about last game? <laughs> I, think, I like him too. Like he, he's actually pretty good on the on the show. Uh, and I like next round has some great shows on the different oh, yeah. disrupt the media, you know, pods. I saw that one too. And I'm like, Joel's, oh shit. Joel's good at building up narratives. Yeah, that's yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. But he's fun to listen to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And I don't know. I think he does have a segment where he talks about his mistakes. <laughs> so put that one in there. But cause... earlier on, earlier on in his career, I know when I was in college, it was like it was like uh, you know he don't make tell a, me shit on he'd you. He'd make a point like week three, and then like week ten when Alabama was good, oh. he'd be like, "And Alabama was one of the best teams in yeah, the country." Yeah, you kept kind of forget to. <laughs> <laughs> Clay Travis too. Clay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he, oh yeah. Clay. Uh next time we run into him. Oh we'll yeah. Get him. Oh yeah. We'll give him a swirly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next, just next time I see him at Innisfree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm telling you, man. Um uh, but I, I love Clay though. No, I know yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you like Clay. Like it's it's just be it would be funny to if I was there, I'd bring it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's going to see this or not, but we'd get him. <laughs> and I like him. I, LT, I'll hang out with him and LT there. He hasn't been around lately, though. Like when it, The one time he had the tour bus with his face on there and some muscular body behind it, you know, and he would come. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. I saw that. Yeah. I was there. We must have been – that was uh, – 
What game was like that? two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I was there. Yeah. We must have just walked. We didn't right know back each other back yeah. then. See, what, what did you know? We I did like, notice that bus. I was like, man. Yeah, I was in there. <laughs> I don't know if I closed the place, but it was pretty late. <laughs> yeah. Was that? Was that? What it was, was that? definitely was like it LSU. It could have been LSU. I mean, it probably it was. was LSU. He was up there for a couple games, but I I hung out with uh with LT in there a few times. Our buddy Trip. Sends his best to yeah, you and Ryan, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. Saw him on Friday. Uh, then, then there's uh, another guy that, honestly, if if the guy lived in Fairhope here, if he was an L.A. guy, I would probably want to hang out with him. Before you say this. You know who I'm going I think, for. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know where I'm going. I wish I could write on my hand and just show <laughs> yeah, you yeah, yeah. know where you're going. Yeah, because he's definitely got the type of personality that I like. But oh, yeah. his comments about Alabama and eating Nick Saban's flesh. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, T-Bob. <laughs> Not yet, bro. <laughs> he, I was hanging out at... at, at okay, at, you went to somebody else. Uh, but, I, okay. But, okay. Okay, so no, I'm talking about T. I, would, I think he's a funny dude. Like, I was at uh, the, the, the little area that um, was actually a big area that the next round guys had in um nashville and it, wa- yeah. it wasn't on the main floor like they had their own area and this guy comes walking up and i'm like look at this motherfucker and he's got like a cowboy hat <laughs> and he, and he's like decked out you know and i'm like this guy <laughs> where is he going you know like where's this and then it, it's him and i'm like man i said man i love that get up you know <laughs> and that is an honest that's honest assessment like i love oh, yeah. he was going in there i don't know if he did a show or not but uh that's his that's his this guy what, definitely had to be from baton rouge yeah, or, well, or louisiana i thought he, he was, definitely lived below sea level somewhere <laughs> i thought he was from like el paso or something <laughs> And it, him talking about like Thanksgiving and eating Nick and Nick say the the end of the dynasty. Like, didn't he see what happened to Lane? Every time that every time somebody says something like that, even know? fine bombs all of a sudden now on the Alabama wagon. Oh, this is the best job that Nick Saban's ever done. You were you were firing him at second game of the season, yeah. bro. Like, it's, what's going on now? Eight seasons ago, he was like, saying the same. But thing. yeah, it's always like that. But but that's the I guess that's kind of how you build Builds the, the narrative. Well, if you're going to get Jim from Tuscaloosa to call in, you, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go. You got to go polars. <laughs> Yeah, Jim or, or T Bob from Louisiana. <laughs> You're causing the spill. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Here, you take that right there. It's a cold one. T Bob from Lu- this is T Bob from Louisiana. Uh but yeah, he's I did a- love his comments after the game on Dallas though. What did uh, he say? He said, uh what did he say? He said he said, you know what? Have you ever seen a player, a great player, that has ever walked on the field and, and they've got a chance to hit the quarterback and they say, you know what? I'm going to hit this guy a little bit more responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> is that what T-Bob says? <laughs> ah, come on, man. That is a, that's a quote of the <laughs> Like, th- this is the problem. And, and LSU fans, you don't want to hear this, but we just dealt with this too. Is that if you got a guy that's really thin, like you know, like Bryce Young or like Jaden Daniels, they're great quarterbacks. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're not good; they're great. Jaden oh, yeah. Daniels is a great 
football player, oh, yeah. but he's also a thin dude. And when, and those big guys are coming in, like you've said before, you look for those big numbers, you better get down. No. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's just kind of the nature of the you beast. You just gotta know. Yeah. yeah. You gotta know. You stood well, in there to the, take it, but you took it. Oh, and that's man. what happened. One of the best quarterbacks I ever played with ever saw was uh Clint Trickett. And, uh, I played with him at Florida State. Yeah, I remember he went him. To West Virginia he was about as tough as anybody I ever played with. He was just a smaller guy, and uh, he he couldn't put on weight. And had he had my body, I mean that guy, he could he could read defenses. He right. Could, I mean he could anticipate throws. He knew where to go with the ball. Knows football. He's offensive coordinator at Marshall right now. I mean, there's so many guys out there. They're just I mean, it's so hard to play at a D1 level because of the punishment you got to take. And, man, he took it. He he would take it, but he would do it to the detriment of his body. And it's just a tough – people don't understand the, the shots you take. It's nonstop, and you got to play hurt the whole year. Yeah, and that's no good. <clears throat> no, that's right. Yeah. But T-Bob, he <laughs> – that comment he made <laughs> – he was like, and I don't. Uh, he goes, I, I want a guy. I want a guy that plays a little dirty. I was a dirty player myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? I remember. You got to watch that clip. I, I, I like it. It made though. me a fan. Yeah, it made me a fan. I was already a fan when you you saw the outfit that he rolled into the next round with. Uh, you know, when I was I just I've seen Nashville. him on clips here and there, but this one I saw, and it was. I mean, it just I laughed out loud listening to him to, listening oh, to him talk. I had to tweet at him talking shit. And then I was like, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he saw it, but he's a, he's definitely what makes this shit fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he's uh, sound from what I gathered in that, that interview is kind of my, my kind of guy to play with. I mean, yeah. he just, you know, I, I'm not saying dirty players. I knew what he meant. I mean, he kind of do the, like Taylor Luan. I mean, you know, just, yeah. Walk that line, just getting people's heads and yeah. be physical with them. And, right. and, uh, you know, just what do you even do, man? I mean, you're one step from the quarterback. Oh, it's yeah. not like I, I didn't think that he tr even tried to lay on him. I mean, he just you you stand in for the last second. You know, as a quarterback, and you did this job. You standing in for the last second. That's part of when you stand oh, in yeah. there. What you're gonna take? You well, know, I'd, I'd rather get hit right in the chest than get hit in the knees, the ribs. I mean, getting mm -hmm. hit in the chest. That's that's the the safest way to get hit as a quarterback is just right here. I mean, he falls and gets a concussion when he hits his head on the ground. But is that what happened? I mean, to me, that's what happened. Uh, I mean, he didn't even hardly hit him in the head. Yeah, he hit him in the chest and it slid up into his chin. But I mean, you know, uh, hell, same thing happened to me. We played Michigan State. They threw a flag and picked it back up. But the guy hits me right in the chest and it slides up and hits me right in the chin. I remember that. And uh. I mean, you know, I went flying. And I, I mean, yeah. I looked at the ref like, what the hell is that? Yeah. He's like, I hit you in the chest first. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was at, I, I was at, uh, Baron Huber had this like place that we used to, this giant old hotel on a lake. That, and we all went there and we watched that. And then we were at the national championship game. Yeah. I, I but I remember that. Like they had a big screen TV and I, I saw you probably in like, 
I don't know, 800 inches of TV <laughs> hit right in the chest. And <laughs> <laughs> I was glad that you guys whooped their ass because we had so many other things going on that it was like you didn't have to sit there and watch every second of it. Oh yeah, no, that, that was that was the most fun game I've ever played in. It was just awesome. We watched it though. I did a post game show from in there. So if yeah, you, if you listen to the post game show, I, remember, I think Brandon Dean was there because he came in and and he's a mobile guy. I was sitting on the bench and you know that screens you know from twenty to twenty, and that says sixty yards long. And, right. And I remember I was just this is kind of getting to the point where I was out of the game or all the offensive starters were out of the game and looking up there and they're showing a play and then all of a sudden it just comes to my face and i was like oh shit take me out of there <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the worst thing that you could be doing on the screen when you get put on there oh uh, i think i think going deep picking the nose for yeah sure. that would be yeah. that's right where i thought first yeah. that would be terrible or yelling at somebody because sometimes you yell at people that are on your team because you're pissed but you're not really pissed you're just like and then all of a sudden it just becomes a narrative you know oh, what yeah. i mean oh yeah uh thank god they didn't have these when k flag football was <laughs> <laughs> been a rough look yeah, it'd have been terrible yeah some guys that would have gotten yelled at probably me oh <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, can you imagine if they had live mics on the field where they could hear players and what they're saying I mean, uh, one be, day i hope not <laughs> <laughs> or it'd be one of those things hey I, I hate i missed nil but i'm glad i missed these live mics <laughs> yeah yeah what your life would have been different with some nil huh mm. i mean it would have been crazy but the uh you know the the house would have been you know, the down payment would have been a lot better. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> out of cash, man. <laughs> it's it it really is. It, honestly, it's crazy that it took this long to get here. Yeah, and you know, I still think it's kind of crazy. I mean, I think guys should be able to make money on their true name, image, and likeness. Yeah. Instead of the rec- I think we've talked about this. But well, the, they've they've effed it up because they've turned it into it's a recruiting tool now. Now, and that doesn't need to be it. Like it needs to be. You go out there, perform. Like Will Riker, is it like Saban said? He's a great example of it. I know, I know, you've been down on him because he missed two field goals. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, and he missed those field. You know, I missed my my brother in law was sitting there watching. He was at our house watching the game, and Will Riker walks out there and he goes, he goes, ah, uh, well, give us three. And I was like, shut your mouth. He did they it. Were, they were like, what is wrong with you? And then he, you know, wide right. I mean, you can't get mad at him because he's – I think that's the first field goal he's missed all year. Well, but what does make me nervous, he did it again in the same spot. And I hope it's not one of those one of those triggers for uh, what the yips. No, know? come on, man. The second one was pretty close. Like, the it just happens. You know you know what happened is that on the uh, tailgate show that I do, I said that I thought Bama would win by three scores. And if he would have hit that one of those field goals, I'd have been right. So you but I'm never right. I've had a terrible effing year. And I went one and three last week. The only game I got right, Alabama. The only thing I got right is I said Jalen Milrow was going to be. <laughs> you blew it on USC. I mean, the guy's crying on the sideline. You know, LT's probably crying at his house. <laughs> Talking was about that a Lance's loss? Uh, I don't know. He, let, me, let me bring that up right now, though. Uh, he just loves USC. So I don't know who he took in that one. But uh, Lance's Lock.com, guys, it, it, don't be me. 
And I'm saying this as your friend and, you know, host of your favorite Roll Tide Pods show with Jake Coker. And uh, I've had a terrible year. Even even when I know what's going to happen, I get it wrong. You need to check out Lance's Lock and Lance'sLock.com. You got college football, but now you got basketball. You got college basketball. You got the NBA and uh, the bowl games coming up and NFL. Yep. Which, by the way, the Ravens won again. I saw that. Lance'sLock.com. come to an end. Mm. I, I was hoping that Derrick Henry would go to the Ravens, but the Gus bus just tore right through Seattle. But I don't want to get into the NFL. Nobody cares about yeah. it. Nobody cares about that. They, no, they, they did care when uh, Ozzie Newsom was the uh, GM of the team. Not there. One, one is he not game. there anymore? I, I think he's there, but I don't I don't know what his role is now. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've Love met him, him a few times. Love him. Mobile guy. Yeah. I think he's got a house over in, in Fairhope. Does he, he? Yeah, I think he lives over here now. Really? Well, let's go to his house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling Wendell Hudson. Be like, hey, tell him that Jake and I are coming over. We're we're bringing the kegerator though. I don't know if you, we we like to drink a lot of beer. Um, so I I, I tell you, man. Well, I before I'm, you get to another pick, we're gonna just gloss over my Clemson pick of the week last week. You, dude, you've been good, man. This is my best year I've ever had. This is best year I've ever Coker's had. Coker's lock has been pretty good. Like it's been crazy. Gosh, man. Like every week I'm like, man, I should like I we sit in here and talk about these. And you you did say that. I took um the other team, but I did say that the guys were gonna play that they had to. Like the, it was one of those games where you if you don't show up for your head coach after Tyler from Spartansburg called up and or Spartanburg called up and shit all over them no yeah you 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 have no guts and they they played a hell of a game you know who i also liked a lot was a&m and they pushed did they yeah minus three or they were plus three man they could have won though but yeah it's amazing they, to me how vegas i mean it just makes you wonder is it they but those guys like think about this all of the stuff that we do as pros right <clears throat> all the the stuff that we work on in our life, like their whole life is like figuring out games. But I say that, how could you figure out every game? I mean, yeah, how you account for, you know, pick sixes and just crazy bounces of the ball. Yeah, but it always seems to be like you'll be in the fourth quarter and you're like, man, we're right on the number. Oh, yeah. I mean, minus three and for Texas A&M to lose by three, just, just wild. Uh course uh, and then the ones that are off it's almost like the public was just hammering right. the losing side you know like clemson usc yeah yeah <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about it i, I want to hear would tell me about uh your your clemson pick well i mean clemson minus three or plus three who would have ever picked clemson at four and four to beat notre dame like it makes no sense or what you, what you said yeah to lose by three to Notre Dame that just this is basically when I first again when I first started betting uh I used to do the same thing like oh that's easy money take Notre Dame you know uh, who would ever not take Notre Dame it's you know that line's crazy and then I'd lose every one and then you start looking at it and you're like okay Vegas knows public's on one side 
they're on Notre Dame. This line makes no sense. They know they're going to make money on Clemson. Mm-hmm. There's something they they know something I don't. They figured they've they figured it out. They saw it. Yeah, when they could have put the line at at I mean they could have had Notre Dame. Notre Dame should have been a seven point favorite at least. Right. You know, and Notre Dame if they play ten times, Notre Dame probably beats them seven out of ten times. That I, I've got to tell you that too, man. Like of the like these games. First off, I never thought USC. I don't. I don't know if this is an offensive phrase. I'm going to say it anyway. Would shit the bed like they have this year. And for anybody that shits the bed, that's not directly <laughs> <at> you. <laughs> Who would have thought that they would be so bad though? Well, when you can't play defense, you can't be consistent. Gosh, man, that's like, it. It's so crazy. That's all there is to it. You can't be consistent without defense. The guy's crying in his in his mom's arms on yeah, TV. That's a tough look, man. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, so then you throw that one out there, and then I never thought that Sam Hartman would lose like three games either. Like, the guy's great, man. And you think uh, Notre Dame, all the talent they had, but they have, like, a difference-making quarterback this year. The guy had, like, a rib removed and made a necklace out of it. Like, I love him. That's kind of odd. I know, but he's tough. (laughs) (laughs) He's tough. And 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 they stink. Like, you know, now they've, like, you know, the the Ohio State game, they should have won, but they didn't. Then – Louisville getting your ass kicked like that. Okay, come on. But then this one, you know, yeah. this is the one where you're like, you guys aren't that good. Like you're okay. Yeah, you just show up at, at good certain doesn't times. apply to you. They're good. You know, it's all you know, you always it's always say these these teams that any anybody on any perfect Saturday can show up and play with anybody, but and that doesn't make you good. It means you're talented, but I'd rather have the the guy who's really good and consistent than a really talented guy. And that's, I mean, that's Notre, Notre that's Dame's coaching. That and and I'm Notre sure Dame's that's the Nick thing too, man. I mean, think about it. If you're coaching and you're the one that's like making the lineup and figuring out how to like game plan, who would you rather have? Would you rather have the guy that is? got a lot of talent but can't put the shit together would you rather have the guy that's like i know what i'm getting out of him oh yeah well uh, you know a lot of times the talented guys just think that talent makes up for mistakes and and attention to detail exactly right but there's only really i mean you think about it uh, dabo did it for a little while uh i'm not off the dabo i I still like Dabo. i do too i'm gonna tell you that right now and i and i think that he might be the guy when saban leaves it takes over and i'd be fine with that Oh yeah, Coach Smart has done it. He's but done. we're gonna see if he can do it for fifteen, twenty years. He's great. Coach Saban's the only guy who's ever done it for. He's been there what fourteen, what eighteen years? Yeah, been at Alabama for eighteen years. He's the only coach. How long has he been? For, he hasn't been at Alabama eighteen years, has he? Nineteen years. Oh seven to thir- twenty three. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, is that 19? How do you do that for 19 years? How do you stay focused that long? And then you and then you get these guys, I mean, the, the five stars, four or five stars who, especially in this era, on social media, you know, everybody's kissing their ass and he still main, maintains that level of focus and, and gets the best out of those guys that, you know, now are making probably 
two, three, four hundred, five hundred, a million dollars a year. Yeah. That's that same level of focus, that same level of dominance. Uh, I, I again, I, I don't think there will ever be a guy that can do what he does. No, never. Well, here, here's the here's what he does that's better than everybody else is that he's able to refocus after winning, and 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 success is the hardest thing to bounce back from, you know, because there's complacency sets in you know you're happy you're you're content like you you just won you know look at some look at the guys and the coaches that have won championships along the saving way right oh yeah and 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 i remember uh and i probably talked about it on here before one of my best friends was uh worked for alabama worked closely with Saban. and he's like you want a championship nobody wanted to sit with him on the plane because he's like trying to figure out the roster for next year on the way back from the game oh yeah of winning the championship oh, you had uh, they had staff meetings like a few days after the national championship game just to, you know yeah. game plan for next year right i mean it was uh i mean i remember hearing former hearing former coaches talk about how do you, you do know, that? Now that we've won, we've been working longer than anybody in the country because we're in the you know the last game of the season, and we're right back to work. You know, <laughs> the week of winning the national championship, which I mean, I I think that's incredible. You know, I mean, there aren't too many people out there that expect that much of themselves in the program and, and what they see in their future. I mean, Coach Saban's just a different animal. And again, you're not going to see anybody else like him ever again. No, no. Uh, it's it's almost like he's so focused on what the – but he's – I feel like he's enjoyed this season a little bit more. How, how many times have you ever heard him say, I woke up on Sunday and I was tired? With that said – and he said that today in the press conference. I've never seen him sit back and go. Like, it's like he's just, he he just wins the next race. And then he like laces his shoes and he's on to the next one. And that's what makes him special to me. Well, the thing about him now, again, for being the best, best in the best to ever do it is that, unless he's totally mentally incompetent while he's doing the job, which, you know, hopefully that never happens. I mean, his words are always going to carry more weight than anybody else you've ever heard coach on a field or yeah, right, right. in the film room. Uh, I mean, coach Saban at 70% still as good as 95% of the coaches in the country. Yeah. More than that, probably. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, the, you know, coaching professions not any different than any any other profession out there as far as who's involved. And I mean, look, guys want to be with their families. Guys want to have a good time. Coach Saban has somehow managed with that work ethic to to build it with Miss Terry. You know, build you know an ideal lifestyle. His kids are great. His his uh, his family just seems to be again just in an ideal situation he just he's different than anybody in all phases of life it's crazy yeah it is um all right let's i made some notes during the football game so first off uh tommy reese guy's doing a good job man 
I mean, that, this is what I, I've told you before. I was pissed last year after this game because of the lack of creativity with the game plan. Yeah. And 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 when as soon as you take that last drink, I want you to tell me what you thought. But I, I think Tommy Reese is doing a great job, man. Like, I love what I'm seeing right now. You know, it's it's uh he's evolved as much as this team has over the year. Uh, I mean, it is a completely different look when you see Alabama play now in comparison to what we were doing at the beginning of the year. Now, I think most of that is ha- him having a better understanding of what his offense, what his personnel can do, um, you know, what they're capable of. Uh, I think him trusting, all right, Jalen's our guy. Now I can just completely create a playbook for him. And now that he's healthy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've said it because you're seeing, I mean, you're seeing quarterback runs now that you really haven't seen until the Tennessee game. Well, what I said to you is I've watched sports my entire life and I just, I can tell when a guy's not moving the way that he was moving. That's what I said last week. And the week before that, like I, this is the guy that he is. Well, but you know, in my opinion, I may be wrong, but I don't think I am. But even week one, week two, Texas, week one and week two, he was fine. I mean, Texas, he was overwhelmed with the whole thing. I, I, yeah, I just Texas, he still didn't look like a dominating no. force running no, no, the no, ball. No, no, no. But I well, mean, I think part of it is that when you know that he's relying on the run, it's easy to take the run away. But when you got to now, all of a sudden. And 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 I, I think LSU defended the deep ball. Oh, they did. I and mean, they it, were dropping. There was a lot of deep zones and stuff, right? Zone. Yeah, I mean, and and you just uh, and you're like, all right, well, that's that what you want to like do? That twenty yard touchdown pass. I mean, they. But here's the thing, too. He's keeping his eyes downfield. So yeah, I mean, what do you do? You you come up and play the quarterback run, or do you right? Or and do that's you my sit point. Back and make him run the ball. Yeah, and then go make a play. Problem is. You sit back and make him run the ball. He's running full speed, and you're sitting there trying to make a tackle on a guy that's an all-world athlete, and it's damn near impossible. They 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 weren't expecting that because they're watching film and they're like, "Oh, this guy," you know. They're they're not thinking a, like he's not hurt. This is a different hurt. guy than we've seen all year, right? But well, but the first game, and, and yeah, it, but I but he I couldn't throw the first game. But when you when you see yeah again, LSU's defense is bad, but they're not. They're better than Middle Tennessee. Oh, I don't mean it like that. I just mean that he's healthy. Like he's like back to yeah. like that part of what he can do. Because what mate, what what's really going to make him and has made him a better player is that he had to use a different part of his ability to win these games because he yeah. couldn't run. Well, he's seeing the field so much better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's seeing the field. But the, the again, the most dangerous thing, the most dangerous thing in college football now, and what you didn't see 10, 15 years ago was was guys that create. I mean, it's the Patrick Mahomes effect, you know, running around, creating time, keeping your eyes downfield, yeah, making it one impossible to guard people that long, but also making the defense figure out, all right, are we going to commit to the quarterback runs? Or are we going to commit to making him run and and cover longer on the back end? And again, if you can do that, do what Jalen's doing, what doing what Jaden Daniels is doing, you're damn near impossible to stop. 
I'm I will a, tell you, did you see that play by Jace McClellan? That look at that poor. Could you just put that up on the screen right there? That looks like something from. I mean, that's a commercial beer. Right that is. There. I, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> just uh, for all of you guys out there, just go ahead, tip of the cap. When Ryan comes Thursday, he's going to be pumped. I can't wait. I, this is for you guys. <laughs> I'm doing for you guys because you guys make my week, man. I, I love it when Rhino's here, man. He oh, is Ryan. such a good dude. He's so funny. He's so, he was at the game. He was at the oh, game. I know. He was supposed to come by and it's free, but he just. Does boy Braswell make any plays for Saturday he did. night? Well, he did. He, he forced some stuff, you know. One thing he didn't tell last week was, or maybe he did, and I just missed it. But did he did he tell you about his visit to the locker room at halftime at the Tennessee game? No. Oh, well, God. he told us that he went in there, and I said, "Did those guys know you?" <laughs> no, about the coach Saban speech. No, oh, no, man. Well, I can't share you know any detailed okay, information, okay, but okay. he was like, "Man, I heard the first five minutes, and I got the hell out of there." <laughs> <laughs> Is that why Saban oh, busted a vessel in his eyeball? <laughs> probably so. Probably so. I, yeah. You know what? I'd be interested to know if it was after that Tennessee halftime speech is when he burst a blood vessel. Oh, I love that guy, man. Dick Saban. I mean, so okay, so I, and I don't want to talk about Kentucky because Thursday I'm bringing the bourbon in. Ooh. Have you ever had old-fashioned before? Oh, yeah. You like those? Oh, yeah. Not really. I'm not a huge bourbon guy. I was going to hook you up, but look, I'll, 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 you guys can do these, and I'll do old fashioned because we're playing Kentucky. But we got to stick to the LSU. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too excited about this game because I'm nervous. You know, after we win a big game against LSU, we're young. Kentucky's good. They're a lot better than what they get credit for. I mean. Good Stoops uniforms, has them, too. Oh, yeah. Stoops has them where they're supposed to be. I mean, they, they're a good football team. They just – if he could get talent there, man, it would be a different ball game. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about that next time. Yeah. Because I agree with you. And we're going to get back together on Thursday. Um, So, first half, the game uh, was kind of back and forth. And then Daniel's like – ripped down the field at the end of the first Man, half. When they scored that that touchdown before halftime, I was like, oh, God, they're getting the ball back and we're in trouble. I know. And I felt the same way. I was like, how are you going to stop these guys? Because it, it's not really it like – just you, effortless runs. Yeah. It was just like – Man, you I mean, can't really stop them, stop them, you know? Well, I, as when I was <clears> – <throat> we were all talking at, at halftime and, and, you know, beginning of the second half, it was one of those games where it was like – Somebody's going to force a turnover, and whoever does that is going to win this game. Yeah, and they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was Dallas Turner making another huge play, you know. Uh, guy finds the ball, got a nose for the ball, and he just makes shit happen. I I was uh, – I, I just can't tell you how impressed I was with, with Daniels. I mean – because well, Alabama's he, defense is good. Like, I, I don't think that it's Alabama has a bad defense. I think that they're just really, really good. Well, I don't think there's anything you can do to stop it. You can't. There's nothing you can do. Because the run, his runs, I mean, then we put five in the box, and and then he would still run. But you know what? He took some hits. And, and I, like I said before, it's the same thing with Bryce Young. Like, people can be upset about a guy getting tackled and get hit, but that's 
would you've been there? I mean, that's oh, yeah. that's the, the sucky part about I mean, the job, shoot, man. Yeah, I mean, last year we lose to Tennessee, and and you you know, uh, hell, you remember that helmet to helmet that Bryce Young took last Way year? Way worse than what, what, yeah, what I mean, Dallas. That's I had somebody call me today talking and asking me about. Oh, well, I <laughs> always gets all the calls. I'd be like, I brought up all these you know hits from the past. It's like, dude, you know, it's crazy how how people you know, they say that about Alabama when. All these, Auburn, all guy. These, Auburn guy, Ole Miss guy, uh, you know, he's got plenty to be upset about anyway, but he, it's crazy to me how, how Alabama catches all this flack for, for the bad calls. And, you know, it's funny. I saw Will Muschamp at uh QB country in Mobile last year. Mm-hmm. And I love Will Muschamp. Where's where he at now? Georgia. Georgia. Okay. So he's still And, there. uh, and, I was like, I saw him, you know, his son was working out and I saw him and we kind of made eye contact at the same time and, you know, walk up to each other. And I was like, man, last time I saw you, you were mother effing all the refs and you're about to get thrown out of that game at the Iron Bowl in 2015. He's, he started laughing. He was like, yeah, I knew what was going on there. The SEC office down in Birmingham, they, they wanted you on the SEC championship. I was like, come on. Get out of here, pal. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, no, 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 no. We got shitty calls this time. I mean, the, the calls went against Alabama, and they still won. Yeah, I mean, we're we're better than LSU. I mean, we are. Um, the deep, and you knew the defense was eventually going to make a play. How about this though? You know, like I know Jaden Dale almost got knocked out, but Kevin Steele's adjustments. This is different than um, Pete Golding. You know, like 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 it, like no points against Tennessee. Okay, seven points against LSU. Well, he's just not three afraid. points against Texas A and M. You know what I'm saying? Like they've made the adjustments. He's not afraid to pull the trigger and be aggressive on defense. And I think the defense fuels off of that. You know, what I mean, yeah, he's not afraid to to bring people and play man and yeah. say, hey, if you beat us, you beat us. You know, right. but you're gonna have to make a play. Which is, I like that. I do too. Like, let's go. Yeah, and, and again, Jaden Daniels made plays. I mean, there were some times. God, I. We were basically playing cover zero in the red zone, and he runs it. Uh, he runs it for a touchdown against basically again cover zero, which is you should never. You should. You mean you know you don't run the ball against that front of that coverage, and he did it. I mean, it just you know, it's it just it didn't matter what you did. He was going to find a way, and luckily we just endured everything he had. And eventually took over, but man, I tell you, I don't care who they're playing all year long. If he's playing, if he's healthy, they got a chance to beat anybody, and it'll probably be a close game, even if they lose. Yeah, yeah, because their defense—I mean, they're not going to stop anybody. But you know, it's it's like USC. I mean, they're just going to score, 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 and if their defense make, gets a turnover, then maybe they have a chance to win. Yeah. But. It's just the danger of playing LSU this year. Yep, yep. I, I've described the performance by Jalen Milrow as – I mean, I know. I know it's Texan people. I'm an OG Bama fan, so I know this is old, but I, I, I'm telling you, it was like when Sean Alexander ran all over him in 96. Uh, yeah. Where you're just like, man, like it's a, it was a one-man show. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean – yeah, well, you know, I mean, it, the offensive line I thought played really well too. They're getting better, you know. Yeah. And when we had to run the ball, we we were physical up front, 
you know, created a lot of movement and, and allowed our backs to, to find holes and, and make plays and gash them a little bit. Right. I'd tell you, man, our running, uh, our stable of running backs are, is a lot better than I thought too. Yeah, they're good, but they're improving. They are. It's, it's not like, and who is, what's his name? Uh, can't remember his name. Number uh, was it number seventeen, seventeen or nineteen? Jam? No, not Jam, and not Roy Dell. It wasn't Roy Dell, and you're not talking about Justice, and you're not talking about. Uh, I'll look it up. I mean, there is a guy. He must. It must just be he. He doesn't understand the the pass blocking scheme yet. Must not get it this point Mm -hmm. but man when he gets the ball and he runs i mean it is violent and he is so athletic with the ball i mean he's just so agile and you think it's jam no jam's 26 isn't it didn't he 26 yeah uh no isaiah bond 17 and uh tresman marshall are you 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 think? Are I you must th- have the numbers mixed up. Yeah, yeah. You might be thinking yeah, Justice Haynes is twenty two. I'll think of him here in a minute. Yeah. Well, uh, you know who else was twenty two? Ryan Anderson. Yeah, he was. What? How weird is it? Like, did you? Was there another fourteen on the team when you were on the team? You wore fourteen, right? Uh, yeah. I I don't even know. Why I asked it. I'm looking at you right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, um, one time, though, I was talking to Jay Barker. I was on his show, and like, oh, da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah, you were 12, right? And then I'm like, what? Everybody knows he was seven, but I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> it is the, you know, the weirdest thing about Alabama, which is kind of the coolest thing, is that you're you all have kind of like your individual identities based on your number. Like, think about that. Like, no, that's right. You know, like your helmet and your Jersey are just a number. I mean, even, yeah, even now I look at players and I don't remember their names right off the top of my head. I mean, I remember, you know, some of them, but usually it's the number that I associate with the player, you know, well, you don't get to see anybody's faces. Yeah. Right. Football. I mean, I know, especially with the number on the side of your helmet. If we win the championship, I'm going to wear that number 99 helmet on the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> right behind you. It's a yeah, real another cigar show. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That'd be another cigar show. I, I, I've been contemplating I was going to smoke Ryan's cigar, but then I was like, I got to give Ryan a cigar. Yeah. Because he wasn't here, but I, you know. He probably smoked that thing Saturday. No, I'm going to give it to him. I'm giving it oh, to him I on thought Thursday. You gave it to no, him. no, I forgot because like, we got done the show and it was such a fun like those these shows go by for us and i don't know about you guys but i we do read the comments and we really appreciate it like i i'm not the best host these guys are great (laughs) but i'll say this we have a damn good time doing it. yeah we do so i mean i don't know if i'm like you know as you can tell by watching we're having a good time we have fun and then when the show ends like the show really doesn't end like we actually hang out and (laughs) (laughs) the good stuff really comes after that (laughs) so i so but i forgot i'm gonna give it to him on thursday because i i I want him to smoke that you know although a good cigar after another you'll smoke this room i don't care i got now that like stephanie bought this like thing and it, it was in our house forever right and i'm like i 
what is this? And then we smoked the cigars in here and it smelled like, like a, like a cigar house. And so I got the, I bought the, the little filters for it. And like two days later, you couldn't even tell. So we can smoke them in here. It's amazing. And I told her, I said, it's amazing. Like I can't even pick up a scent of cigar in here anymore. Well, uh, I wouldn't be able to tell you COVID from 2021 has still ruined my smell. So right, right, right. You know, um, I, and I'm I'm with you. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I actually, I'm not. I can smell <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and like when you have a an 11 year old boy, sometimes you wish you didn't have smell. Oh yeah. Well, uh, let me take you back to cleaning diapers when. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I can't really smell, but when I'm changing a diaper, yeah, it hits me like freight train. Yeah. Um, I, I this was you said this was one of the most fulfilling wins. It really was. This one in the Tennessee. I mean, it back to a, back. You know, it just go. you know it was just one of those. At the end of the game, you knew who the dominant team was, and there was no doubt about it. I feel like if this team gets to the playoff. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I we can't wait go. for the SEC championship. Oh, for Georgia? Georgia oh, Alabama. I told them. They were on my post-game show, and I'm like, you guys don't – well, Alabama's going to end your streak. Well, here's the thing it, about it, Georgia. Alabama's going to end your streak. Here's the thing about Georgia, though. I mean, our defense is damn good. Right. They don't have Brock Bowers. and they. I, look, their quarterback's good and all, but – the only thing I fear is a guy that can run the ball like Jaden Daniels. Yeah, and he's not doing If Jaden Daniels couldn't move and all he could do is throw, we're in pretty damn good shape. Yeah, yeah. And and this team's hungry. Yeah. I, and and even if you rip off a few eight yard runs, I mean, that guy, Carson Beckett, and he's not ripping off forty no, yards. No, at no, time. no, 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 no. He's not consistently. Gonna, yeah. No, he's not doing that. I I, I don't even want to talk about it because you know, there's a guy that calls that rat poison, and it is. But I told him on the post game show, you don't want to see this team. <laughs> Your little streak will be over. <laughs> it was cute, and I'm, I, yeah, right, it was right. A cute thing. Yeah, yeah. You be glad that LSU won last year. Oh yeah, and they did. I, I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from LSU's win last year. The Tennessee game still is the most suspicious BS that I've ever seen. Uh, I, the officiating. I, and I'm I'm just going to leave it at that, but you know what? Give Saban credit because so many other programs, when you have that much talent and you have all of those things going your way, and it doesn't go the way that you want it to go, how many how many programs could just come back and do what this guy's doing? There's no loss of focus. There's and again, his best teams almost are the teams that don't have much experience and just grow throughout the year as long as they, you know, keep from losing two games early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to even say this, but, <clears throat> I mean, as long as we are on cruise control for the rest of the year, we're in good shape to make the playoff. I mean, well, make it to the SEC championship. I think we got to win one of the two. Just got to win Auburn. a game. Yeah. Do you feel confident about that? Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me the worst host in sports. But I but I'm with you. I feel the same way. I just think we'll be focused. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of those like, you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you said it. Like I could see that with him. Like there's a reason why they don't lose to all these like upstarts. No, that's right. I mean, again, they'll probably. I know. I, look, Kentucky's they're a good team, but for I'm not disrespecting Kentucky. No, I mean it's. It, I would say it's more so being respectful to Mark Stoops. He's created a uh persona at least from the outside looking in that kentucky's a team to be respected you know and despite the fact that they cannot recruit the talent that the alabama's the even auburn's uh florida's you know i mean he's having a coach at a level that's surpasses everybody else in the in the conference because he doesn't have the talent right you know and it's not because of the lack of recruiting on his part it's just lack of resources that Kentucky provides, like Calipari said last year, it's a basketball school. I mean, you can't fight that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Stoops liked that. Dude. No, he didn't. He and, didn't. And, and honestly, and, like, I felt bad for Stoops for I, that. I thought it was a terrible, terrible thing bad to look. say for him, to, for bad Calipari look. to say that. I, I I agree it's it's probably, I mean, when you think Kentucky, you think basketball. Yeah. And then it's true i think it was a shitty thing for him to say uh and it didn't help stoops i don't i think that i think that does cause issues with recruits i think it really truly does i think yeah. recruits see that and they're like yeah we're not even a priority you know right yeah and no, so I'm to say you. that i mean uh and i would take offense to that if i was stoops hell he made his job harder you know yeah and eventually um, he's he's going to go somewhere and you know he will he's but they but he's paid i mean you know he's one oh, of the yeah. top paid coaches in football oh, yeah uh, he deserves he's it deserves he's one it. of the to me yeah. he's one of the best coaches around yeah i i think wholeheartedly that that coach stoops is one of the best coaches in the country he just again he's he's uh i think he's done the most with what he's got yeah you know well there was a guy there many years ago that was named after an animal and he did very successful uh, at Kentucky. Uh, name his name was Bear. Yeah, you know, and they don't that they, they never really people have forget a, that. Yeah, they they don't have they haven't had a lot. But um, I'll I'll tell you this. Sadly, I was in school when Alabama lost down there for the first time since World War One. Oof, and um, that sucked. And you know, so it can happen. I mean, and then Saban had. A comeback win there, you know, like a basically they had a miracle win there, and then at LSU, and then the next week Alabama came in and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Tide, Saban! You don't mess with this team. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. yeah. They won on like a hail mary, and then the next week we came in there and wiped them oh, out. Oh, is that when they beat LSU? Oh yeah, when he was the LSU. Head okay, coach. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Found out the wave came in there and washed them away. <laughs> <laughs> then they came down and got that, us pretty good. Jared was Jared Lorenzen playing then? Yes, yes. Okay, but but when um and then we went there with a guy named Dennis Franchoni. I actually mm. have his bobblehead doll somewhere. They were they they had is it up there? We had Dennis Franchoni, like the Arby's had the Dennis Franchoni bobbleheads, and you could get Dennis in his white polo or his crimson polo. Is it? Is he not there? No, he's not. Okay. Irwin Dudley looks a lot like Spreewell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got Irwin Dudley. I got King. 
Um, Rod Grizzard, you guys can't see him, but I love those bobblehead dolls. Jim Wells. I got Petway in his red Petway, shoes. Yeah, yeah. Jim Wells, man, that was my guy. I love Jim Wells. He was Alabama's baseball coach. Great, great guy, man. He used to let me sit in the dugout and when he was coaching and uh and just would teach me baseball. Like I was getting coached. Like we'd sit in there and then he would be talking to me and he'd just be like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like he'd just like pop out and start screaming at people. And he'd come back and he'd be like, These guys are gonna be farmers, lawyers, doctors, and if I don't win fifty games, they're gonna fire me, you know, or whatever. I he was awesome, man. I love Jim Wells. I just leave that. I, yeah. I love him. One of my one of the biggest influences on my career. Yeah. And I was I was at the college radio station. So he's up there. So those are old, man. I'd love a saving bobblehead, but I don't think they have any. What about Jake Coker? Is there a Coker bobblehead? I highly doubt it. Be a good one to have. You know who I met at a uh, Alabama golf tournament two years ago? Oh, Wimp. Oh, yeah. My first ever TV game uh, was with Wimp. I bet he is fun. I mean, I yeah. wish I could have played with him because, yeah. I mean, I bet he is a blast. First time I ever did TV, Wimp and me, we did uh, UAB against uh, Southern Miss in Birmingham. Really? Yeah. How was he? That was awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. That's great. He just seems like he wouldn't give a shit. Nah, just he was say, cool. He was cool. I like Wimp. I, I love him. I think he's great. No, when I say that, I mean like he, no, he doesn't. he'll yeah, shoot no, from the hip and have a good time. They're like my kind of guy. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, you know, yeah, he's glad you're getting your shot. But just with Wimp, you know, like he was going to be <laughs> terrible. And then I get on there. And I think they just meant like he just doesn't give a shit. Like, you know? Yeah, he's just going to call it like he sees yeah. it. And no, he was great. Those are the best broadcasters to me. I, yeah, me too. Like Stabler. Stabler just, oh, you know. snake, man. I, I, I'll tell you, radio is not the same anymore, man. And it's not just him, but it's just people like him. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, had that incident happened. He's the best ever, dude. Like, yeah. he's the best that Alabama was ever going to have on radio. And he didn't even do it on purpose. Never even. he. I, I, when they hired him, did he have any experience prior to that? He listened to games growing up. That was it. Mm-hmm. How incredible is that? I know. And I, and I would like with you, man, like you just had to listen to him, you know, and Eli was good. Like Eli let him do his thing. And then, you know, Oh yeah. I mean, he just, I don't know if you'll ever find a better broadcaster in Alabama of live sports. Yeah. Just the way he did it. You can't beat it. I think about him when I'm at the floor band and they're like, that's snake seat. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, Really? Okay. You know, I, 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 I you know, it's sometimes we're, we just kind of missed it. You know what I mean? Like we were there, but we weren't, you know, and uh, can you imagine like if snake was like on there now, the stories uh, and all that stuff, you know, uh, cause he missed the whole saving thing. No. Yeah. He was, that was what? Oh, six. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I don't know, but he wasn't there when we were winning championships. No, I'm trying to think. Maybe Wait, 92. Did... No, who did uh, who did John it was, Parker replace? Uh, it was Phil Phil Phil, Phil, yeah, Savage, Phil Savage, Fairhope guy. Yeah, I don't know him. I mean, I my my Phil Savage. I, I met Phil. He was um, he was a scout. I think a scout for the Ravens, or he was something for the Ravens. I wanted to. I was a student at Alabama. I just wanted to work for the Ravens because I'm from there. You yeah, know? and I and I 
No, 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 no. I'm getting this all fucked up. Let me start over again. I met him. I wanted him to come on my college radio show. And I call him to come on and just talk about football. And he tried to get me an internship. <laughs> Which looking back now, I should have just been like, yeah, I'll be there on Monday. You know? I So I like him. And then I, I got to do... um the uh like when when they, we won our first championship i was like the fill-in engineer you know so i was in there with him and eli like pushing the buttons and stuff you yeah know? I, and I and i'll never forget that because i i remember saving being like we're gonna win two we're gonna win three we're gonna win four you know and i'm like <laughs> no man we just won one like not thinking that this was possible oh yeah you know so well who'd ever thought i mean after Not Bear me. Bryant, well, she, I mean, you think after Bear Bryant, I'm sure people thought, well, this is it. You know, yeah. I mean, we'll never have anything close to this. I didn't think so. I'd run into those guys at like parties and bars yeah. and stuff. And the people that like, you know, that like, yeah, man, I had an RV and I, I went to every game for you know, from 73 to 79, you know, and I'm thinking like, man, I'm not going to be part of something like that. Yeah. And then to be part of something like that, like, I mean, there's a, there, and you've seen it, there's a lunchbox behind you that's got some pretty damn good tickets in it, you know? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's heavy. It's heavy. And, 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 and the majority of the good tickets are from the time the Saban showed up. <laughs> but I think you and me should go, if we get to the championship game, we should go. Yeah, we might have to do that. I mean, like this, this team, I'm falling in love with this team, man. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm falling in love with these guys. Like, I, I like the fact that I, I just like their worker mentality. I've liked them from the start. I mean, I know I know people, again, they didn't like Jalen at first. Uh, I've, I've always liked him. I felt like he had the capability to lead this team to possibly a national championship. I mean, I know that's – Still a lofty goal, but man, I, after after watching this weekend, Tennessee second half, uh, I mean the guy's a playmaker. He can do whatever you ask him to do, and sure he may throw a few high balls here and there, but at the end of the day, man, I, I leadership at Alabama with his his athleticism and and his ability to complete balls down the field. I wouldn't want to be a defensive coordinator trying to game plan against him because I don't think there's many answers. Well, now that he's had to he's had to persevere, and 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 read defenses enough, and work through the injury and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. He's a weapon. Oh yeah. It's a different type of weapon, and he's confident. And and you know what I really like about him is he just seems like a good dude. Like he just seems like a really happy guy. Well, he gets to enjoy it now. You know, I mean, he's been through the the benching. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, dealt with the backlash, and now he finally gets to say, "Screw all you people." Yeah, I'm here for for Alabama. I'm going to just play freely and win ball games. And that's, I tell you, once you once you go through the the benching scenario, and you hear the media just trashing you, and you get to the point where you're just like, "How's that? How's that for me. fun?" Excuse me, but fuck it. Yeah, it's yeah, just, right. We're right. gonna, you know. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. How's that for fun? Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Oh, and you just don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Did you? 
Did you? I, when we get done, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories, but <laughs> along these lines. But what, what's that feeling like? I uh, mean, it's it's just freeing. You just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, you, you you feel a lot more. You feel the freedom to tell your teammates, your coaches. Hey, I, I, you know, again, I've already been benched. We're going to do bench me again. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go out here and play my ass off. And, and you know, you you love your teammates. It looks like this team gets along very well. Yeah. Like they care about each other. That's how I felt. I mean, our team was very close. Once, once it's kind of your teammates against the world and sometimes against your coaches, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain degree until you – gain their confidence yeah. you know uh i mean it, it just it builds a bond that that i mean it's like when ryan's in here man you know you feel like you're kind of brothers for for the rest of your life oh yeah and he'll be here thursday he says he'll be here he thursday. says he'll be here I thursday him. i'm gonna I drag his ass in here thursday I, I think he had so much fun last show that he's coming <laughs> back thursday because i can tell by the amount of t- text we got on saturday you know what i mean like it those were like i wish you guys were hanging out with us making fun of this guy in my in my aisle you know, <laughs> um all right well we got to wrap it up we've gone over our a lot of time again this week which is something that we always do uh what we talked when you're having a good time oh, i know it goes by so fast man all right so we so we hit on um the clemson game we hit on the USC game. Any other games that you want to hit on? Let's see. I had AM that pushed. Uh, you talked me into Washington. Thank you. Uh, I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, say, The guy was crying. I mean, you got to admit, like, that was pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you should have known. He should have known. Like, his parents would have been like, Nick's taking you on the uh, show. You. Probably, <laughs> probably should quit playing football. He also said you were a uh, first overall pick. You might want to wait till next year. Yeah. Mick yeah. said you might be the first pick in the draft. Don't go back to football anymore. Uh, he might quit. Man, I'd say that. You, that crying, that was that was look, pretty intense. You know, you know, Did you I, ever do that? Did you ever I, jump into your mom's arms after a game, cry on camera like uh, that? You know, I I was pretty emotional after that old Miss game. Uh, you know. Because you're like, if you guys would have just stuck with me, we'd have beat these guys. But nobody nobody I'm was saying gonna, that for him. I'm his attorney. N- <laughs> no, I mean nobody was gonna see me, you know. Right. I, of course I didn't I didn't cry like that. That was that was tough. Uh, you know, I mean, just pissed off in the locker room afterwards. Uh, but man, that's a, that's one of those deals. Uh, I wouldn't want my, and again, you hate to beat on a guy that was down that bad, but man, to when you're the quarterback, you can't let people see you get that emotional and that down and yeah, you know, or any position of leadership. I mean, it's tough. I, I, know, I know he's got You're a lot right. of pressure on him, but at the same time, you got to be able to keep it together. My and, first job in baseball was with this guy named Russ Nixon. And Russ was, you know, lifer in baseball, right? He managed the Reds after the big red machine and got fired. And then he, he, he managed the Braves and then got fired for Bobby Cox. And 
And but he was awesome. And one of the things he told me was like, he's like, you can't get too high and you can't get too low. Yeah. And he meant that in everything because you, leadership wise. No, oh, yeah. And I and I remember that. Like, it's hard not to be emotional. But what he's saying is, like, you you just want to keep people consistent, which is what Saban does. I mean, I I saw this um this story. Tua was on, uh, I think Dan Patrick or one of those shows, and he's like, you know, I threw the touchdown and win the game, and I saw Coach Saban after the game. Do you see this? And he's like. Saban's asking me why I took the sack. And I'm like, I just needed more room to throw. <laughs> and then he's like, Saban's like, not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and he realized, like, like it's not funny to him. <laughs> yeah. you know? All right, Coach, I'm going to go celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The same reason why nobody wants to sit with him on the plane rides back from winning. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see that, though? Yeah, yeah I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> oh, man. How do you stay that consistent? The result was great, but don't ever do it again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we had a great time, guys. Uh, again, we appreciate all the comments that you guys have left in the comments section. Uh, we're expecting the uh, the great Ryan Anderson to be back with us next time. And we appreciate all of you guys. Um I'm just going to say this right now. I know that it's controversial, but roll tide. Roll tide, buddy. Just roll tide, man. What a great win. Hard not to let that one slip I out. I mean, come on, man. Like, get out of here. No, yeah. Take your, you know. Take your corn dogs and go back in the swamp, <laughs> buddy. And your freaking, you know, penalty complaints. We've been through it and we still won. Like and subscribe. <laughs>